You guys ever uh, do slam poetry? Or if you want to record whenever, I'll... Okay. you never done slam poetry? I feel like you would be really good at slam poetry. <sighs> slam poetry is when you like make fun of each other, right? No. What? You know what slam poetry is, right? It's like... It's like... It's like, life, what does it mean? Where do we go? You guys know what I'm talking about? Slam poetry. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's like kind of off the cuff, spur of the it's moment. It's like off the cuff, like it's like very sporadic statements of stuff. So it's like, Adam and Ruben, they're just two guys who cry. Sometimes they pry into lives. So <laughs> like that's what it would be like. <laughs> it's like cheesy rapping. Signed, oh yeah. Mm, I have to Google it afterwards, yeah. Is uh, when people perform slam poetry, are they sitting in the position you're sitting in now? Hey, man, you said be comfortable, and I was like, I am gonna put my whole body on your bed. You're a little too comfortable. <laughs> Listen, we're calling today's episode "Schoolgirl Talk," so it's fine. I'm dressed like I'm going to a metrosexual motorcycle rally. You're dressed like you're gonna teach a class in bed to all of your perverted students. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why would I have perverted students? I don't know, because you look perverted. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know, man. Adam wanted to argue so much on this podcast. It's, it's the only thing that's interesting. Let us know. I want to know what you guys think, the listeners. You guys like to hear us disagree? Or do you just feel like, oh, it's usually Ruben being right and Adam just being dumb? <laughs> I told this to my friend who was listening this week. She's like, I, I do side with Ruben often. I was like, yes, Ruben has the opinions everyone has. Like, my opinions are very <laughs> nuanced about the reality of human emotion and decision making. Ruben is your annoying friend that says, break up with that person. You shouldn't be with them. And then my opinion is, but the reason why people don't break up with people that they shouldn't be with is because... It's easy to be on the outside. Eh. No, it's not easy to be on the outside. I think because there's, we all there's do two it. ways to look at things. So here's the two ways to look at things. Okay. There's the logical way, and there's the heart way. It's sometimes the heart way isn't the logical way. The heart way is the right way. There is no right way. There is no right way. And my whole thing, and I'm is, more logical than you are. That's all it is. Sometimes the, when the, it comes to relationship stuff, let's be honest. Well, but but, I'm but very when it comes to relationships, logical is is half of it, right? Like part of it is feeling. Because if we're all logical, you're just going to be with the person that makes the most sense to be with practically. But that's and there's not some, some people out there like that, and that's fine. But that's like, for the most part, people fall in love with people. That's not rational. Falling in love with someone is not a logical thing that you do. It's a feeling you feel. So when you want to be with someone for the rest of your life, part of it's feeling, part of it is logic. It's both. It's not one or the other. Right. And sometimes yeah. you have to look at it from both points of views, which I feel like a lot of people don't. Right, and my whole th- when I'm talking about people who like are staying in relationships too long, I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's a waste of time. But we have to be empathetic with our friends. I'm empathetic. I'm just my thing is like I'm not going to sit here and be sympathetic. Yeah, there's two that those are two different things too. But what but what I that that whole thing is what I don't like is like I want to walk through my friends' life with them. If they're making decisions I don't necessarily agree with that aren't really hurting anybody, I'm still going to ask them how they're doing. I'm still going to be concerned and cared. Even if they're in a relationship, I'm like, ah, what are you wasting your time in this relationship for? I'm still going to want to know and be considerate and care about how I mean, they're they can doing. talk to me about it, but yeah. like, if they're going to keep bringing the same problems to me over and over again... You kind of give up can, on it. Yeah, them, you can miss me with that stuff. Yeah, man. and a lot of people do. Because like, here's a lot my of people thing, dude. Get here's my thing, stuff. okay? It's like, 
if someone is having issues like in relationships and they keep bringing it up over and over again and they think it's going to change like that's the definition of insanity well but but you have great married couples who complain about the same things that their partners are sure but it doesn't cause such a rift that they want to break up every week or they want to like yeah. not talk to each other anymore like right and that's it's not how you work through it and if you can work yeah. through it it's different I'm, nobody's going to be a perfect couple but here's right. the thing here's the thing communication is key Mm-hmm. being open about your emotions are key. And this is coming from someone who's never been in a long-term relationship. So like right, right. <laughs> take this whole thing with a grain of salt, right guys? Like my longest relationship was eight months and it was the most toxic relationships of my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I just feel I'm at a point in my life where like I kind of know what I want. Yes. And I know what I should be feeling. And I think that's good. But I think when I look at people and I see an issue and I bring it up, and I, I think that's great, but I'm going to mm-hmm. tell them how I feel about their situation, because sometimes people that's are good. love drunk. Yep. Sometimes people are blinded. We need honest opinions. And so I want people to do the same thing to me. Right. That's exactly right. That's all good. I'm all down with all of that. That's all I'm saying. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Greg, Greg, come yeah. on, man. You need to speak up here a little bit, Greg. Speak it up, Greg. Only if you're on my side, Greg. <laughs> no, I, the thing is, I, I don't have a side, because I actually agree with everything that you're saying. I'm just... I'm more comfortable, I think, walking through my friend's decision-making process when it takes a long time. You know, I had an aunt who stayed with a, with a, with a man for 10 years, and at the end of it, looked back and be like, I don't know what took me so long to get rid of him. And, and I do. I'm like, that's, that's a regret. Like, you should try to get out of that as soon as you can. But um, I, I want to be sympathetic to those people and try to help them understand why is it that you're still in this, you know, instead of just be like, ah, I'm tired of hearing about it. Don't tell me about it anymore. I'd rather hear it. I'd rather have them talk about it because the more they talk about it, the more quickly they will come to a decision and be like, you know what? I'm coming to the decision myself that this is not something I want to be a part so of. So if a person leaves a relationship, then goes back, leaves, goes back, They're only, that doesn't no, frustrate you to the point of saying, dude, I, I'm just not even going to talk about it anymore. Like if I have a friend that... And this is not, this is yeah, not yeah. a slight to you at all. It can be a slight to me, yeah. No, it's not. It, it's, oh, yeah. it's not. Uh, but like, it's, if I'm doing the same, if I'm doing the same thing over and over again and mm-hmm. expecting a different result, right? like, again, it's a little crazy to me. Like, I will give you two or three chances. Okay, I'm in a relationship, two or three chances at the beginning about an issue, right? Like, sure. we'll talk about it. We'll talk through it. Oh, yeah. Why are you feeling this way? You know, this is how it makes me feel. Da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once it happens two or three times and you just disregarding of my feelings then that's when i start i'm like hey this isn't working out look I, I would do the same but, thing with a new girl that i meet but it, like when i look at her example like you know we, we we all know those people they all like the moment their ex-boyfriend calls like they're mm-hmm. running you know what i mean it's like memes all over the place about it that yeah. type of stuff frustrates me and like i'm not gonna listen to you talk about the same problems over and over again like if you need me to just like you just need me to take you out and make you forget about it. I can do that, but we're not yeah. going to sit here and talk about the same things every single time. And like, you expect me to give you a different answer than I've already been giving you. Yeah, it's like if they I had wouldn't a line expect, cook, they wouldn't expect a different answer. They might right. expect you to listen. So if I had oh. a line cook that was breaking down chickens, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is the way you want to break down a chicken," and they kept messing it up, and they kept doing it wrong, I'm like, "Dude, I've showed you three or four times." I mean, what do you do at that point? 
No, I get it. I It doesn't bother me to hear my friends talk about, I'm struggling with this relationship. I don't want to lose them, but they drive me crazy. And I'm just walking with them through this journey of getting to the point where they're able to make a decision one way or the other. It just doesn't bother me to listen to. It bothers a lot of people to listen to that. And I totally get it. Right. It's just like, it's not even about the bothering thing. It's just... It's, it's a little bit annoying, right? It's just annoying. Yeah. It's like, you know, like with the situation with, uh, you know, what we were talking about. You can talk about. about Gabby. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, no. Not, not Gabby, oh. but Gabby Slara. Like, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. Like that to me, like, I can't sympathize with that at all. Yeah. And like, you were- It kind of bugs you. It bugs me because if you're already saying, if someone better comes along, I'm going to jump out. Yeah. God, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that because you're wasting both of your time. But again- what I what I think is interesting in, in situations like that, and this is this is why I'm this is why I consider getting back with an ex or am more careful about letting certain people go is because my situation is different than yours. I don't know why this is. My dates are few and far between. Maybe once or twice a year. You can meet new people pretty regularly. That's great. That's a that's a gift. So like if I'm considering letting someone back into my life again, it's because there's scarcity of those matches for me. And if you're in that position, if you can empathize being in that position of scarcity of those matches, you're going to be a lot more careful with the few matches that do come along instead of being sure. like, hey, look, this is a really great person. We get along really well. We're attracted to each other. Everything's working out. If there's an opportunity to bring that person back into my life, even if it's a little bit messy, I'm going to try it, right? Because I, I can't just go out and wait another two weeks and match with somebody on Hinge and go on more dates. It's just, it, for some reason, the universe has not given me that gift. And I'm not complaining. It's just the way that it is. And so, that's and that's like what I always say is it's I think it's indicative of a deeper problem. No, but that being said, if I do match with a girl and I've done this many times, I've matched with girls who are really cool, they're hot, whatever, but something comes up and I'm like, you're not fulfilling me. Like you're not giving me what I know I deserve. Sure. Done. I, I I guess like for me, I just don't value being in a relationship as highly as you do, right? Like yeah. I'm a hundred percent okay being single. I actually like it i actually am okay with my free time my alone time like for me it doesn't bother me as much mm -hmm. like it bothers you that you're not like with somebody yeah it's a little more of an existential anxiety i and think so, like i'm not as much at peace right and so like that's that's the other thing that gets me yeah i think about a lot i mean and a lot of people are like that mm -hmm. I, and this is yeah not because it's innate, you know. And I have right. people that don't date, don't look for dates, and they're totally fine with that. And that's I just think those are differences, right? Like I can still live a full, happy life doing my own thing. It's just there's a little bit of that, you know, anxiety like a lot of people have. I don't think I it's think indicative of a deeper root issue. I I think so because if you're always trying to fill that part of your life with another person, I think it's. It's tough to be your own person sometimes. No, it's just what makes you better. What it's you not think, what makes you who you are. As far as... I just... <clears throat> my thing is this. I think when you make that such a huge part of your life, like dating, like, we, like we, you oh, talk about oh. dating a lot, right? We talk about dating a lot. And like, I'm, I, I, I go on quite a bit of dates. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't make it the biggest part of my life like this is a huge part of my life the cooking show is my yeah. career those are three things that i am like i am proud of and like mm -hmm. it, it's a big reason why i am still single because like I put, yeah I, those are what i value higher than that and like it doesn't affect my mental health as much as it does some other people and i think that's so and again it's because i believe 
that you need to be okay with yourself. Yeah, it's just like it's like people who are really, really into cars. Love just love cars. They love stance cars that are smashed to the ground. They got the coolest rims and you could say, Well, you know, you should be happy without that stuff. But cars yeah. don't have emotional feelings that can But in some ways they do. It's you know, like they, people it's like cars people, are not no, no, well, no, no, cars no. are inanimate objects. No, so. but you gotta empathize with people who like cars or who love animals or whatever. They're so into something that if they didn't have that in their animals life, animals are not an inanimate sh- object. Be quiet for a second. If they didn't have that certain th- passion in their life they would not feel as fulfilled you can say that's a mental health issue they should get help with that i think it's just the way some people are wired they really want something and it makes them part of who they are and that's okay if you didn't have cooking if you didn't have your career and you know maybe you would feel like there's something a little bit missing right so everybody has something they're trying to fill their lives with or that gives them meaning it's subjective to you does it if it's a relationship if it's cooking if it's cars if it's whatever meaning is subjective and we have to find it ourselves so the difference is with relationships there's a whole nother set of feelings that we're talking about if i want a certain record we were talking about a record earlier mm-hmm. 350 dollars. i know i can say i can save money up and i can attain that mm-hmm. these are attainable things that you're talking about sometimes for every there's some people out there that never meet somebody mm-hmm. right there's some people out there that like will never ever have somebody oh, and some people don't that, seek it either yeah but there's some people that are will just not ever be in a relationship oh, 100%. as much as they want to be they oh, yeah. won't and like i think it's important to have that as a possibility in the back of your head not that it's gonna 100%. happen 100 i could die but, tomorrow not find someone but like you still have to be happy to, to base so much of your personality with being somebody with being with another person to me it's an issue do you think that i do that only sometimes we, yeah we talk about it a lot yeah but do you think that who I am as a person, um, and my personality, my interests, and my love for people, and socializing, and hanging out with friends, and playing music, and creativity, that that is all based around finding a woman? Recently, I feel like it has been, yeah. Well, it's, I, o- it's always think... been there, because I've always been happier doing all of that stuff when I have a partner. And that's fair. I mean, it, yeah. I, no one's ever going to argue. And that's good. That. And no one's going to tell me differently that it's not good. Right. No one's ever right. going to argue that. 100%. Of course, I'd rather have a partner. Yeah. But like, I think it's okay. You have to, to me, and you have to learn how to do that stuff by yourself too. Like, yeah, but, but, but I have. And if it's so I, I few have. and far between, like, if it's so few and far between that you meet someone that mm-hmm. like meets all of these criteria that you have mm-hmm. for, like, I think you have to learn how to be accepting of that. Yeah, but but I am. If you don't think that I am, that's fine. Maybe just because we talk about this stuff a lot, we have a lot of conversations about it. But like, I'm perfectly well adjusted to just going to bed at night, doing whatever, reading a book, watching a movie, whatever. If my heart might be seeking it, I might have a stronger motivation to find it. But actually, I don't think the motivation is any different than yours. Like you and I both probably check the dating apps just as much. We both probably send messages just as much and try to go on dates just as much. You know, I think. Maybe it's because, I, I'm not sure, maybe if it's like you have the opportunity to go on more dates and I don't, I might get more frustrated, but that's just a difference of circumstances. You know what I mean? Like if we're both looking for the same job and you happen to find a lot more jobs, offerings and interviews, and I'm doing the same type of seeking, the same, expending the same amount of energy, but I'm finding fewer jobs, my frustration is going to grow more than yours. And then you look at me and be like, well, why don't you just be satisfied with the few job interviews you do get? And I'm like, well, you're getting someone. I'm not. Now, I'm not, I'm not jealous or anything because we look for different girls and have different preferences and all that kind of stuff. But you have to be empathetic with that slight level of frustration just because I know that those matches are scarce. That's all. Right. I get that. Because, yeah. like, dude, again, I went four years without 
going on a date, yeah. meeting anybody. And 100%. that was the most. Yeah, you know what it's like just but, as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying is that was the most formative years of my life because I was able to be okay not having that. And so when I do have it, it makes having that that much freaking better. Yeah, but you act as if I'm four years older than you. I've been doing that my entire life since I was a teenager, going to sleep, reading Discover Magazine and investing in my faith and going on trips and traveling and doing missions trips and playing music in my church and doing all sorts of things, traveling with my, my family and doing so much accumulating lots of friendships and relationships and going on uh, being you know homecoming king and being you know all the like status i had it had all the friends all this stuff um but it's it, it it's there my my forming who i am as a human my confidence is there a hundred percent it's just i'm a little bit better when i'm with somebody you know what and, i mean yeah we all are it's yeah. just it's just a little frustrating for me, and I don't know, Greg, I, I really want to hear your thoughts yeah. on it, because like, you're kind of like the third party. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I just feel like it's, it, we all want somebody. That's just, yeah. again, it's innate, but I think it's also important to just say, I'm okay not seeking that sometimes, and like, if it happens naturally, like, yeah, we're on the abs and stuff, but I'm not going to like obsess over that. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. obsess, obsess, obsession is a... I don't know how you would define it. You know, it'd be, it's be subjective. You know how you define it. You section. Greg. I mean, I've already told you guys, I had a friend that I thought I, I used to give that same advice to, um, it was a female friend and she dated a friend of mine that they were high school sweethearts. Actually they were before high school sweethearts and were together for like eight, 10 years. And when she moved on, she dated a couple guys quickly in succession. And then she met the guy that she is still married to today. Mm. And, I was saying the same stuff to her now it was a lot of instant messenger chat because she would just like come and unload to me emotionally when she was just like, just not feeling it. Yeah. And I used to think the same thing. I was like, well, what do you want to be outside of you being in a relationship? Cause it seems like you went from the guy that you were with for 10 years. Mm -hmm. You went to this guy when that didn't work out, you went to this guy that didn't work out. I mean, like hers were literally like in succession, like, right. like, semi-automatic weapon just she was going through them yeah. like nothing um that said the guy she stayed with uh the last one they got married they have a kid they've been together ever since and they work together at the same place so yeah. it's just kind of like i, I, I yeah I, okay I, I don't know and i mean maybe it's, it's hard to judge that i wouldn't necessarily look at her and be like hey you're living some unfulfilled life it's just You've got a different level of no. interest in romance and marriage but than other people do. I guess like the difference with that. You think it's, it's unhealthy. No, it's not even unhealthy because like yeah. I had I had the same worries about Cortland. You know, I felt like he was going succession. He was going from one to another. And that's also another different thing. I feel like if you're going meeting other people, I think that's OK. That's OK. I think it's when it's you start to dip your toe back into other other pools. It's just hard for you to be, it's hard for you to create an argument to say that there's something unfulfilling or inhuman or doesn't allow him to, to have the full human experience. I didn't say doing that. that. I just said. It sound, it's a little bit like that. No. There's I a little said, bit of a negative to it. Instead of just being, well, that's what he likes and that's what he seeks and it's fine. You know? No, I think it's a negative when you let it affect your person. Like your, your, like your person is like being so negatively affected. Mine's not. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're crying about it. You're like... What have I cried about it? Not since two years ago. That was a heartbreak. I mean, you cried about it three weeks ago. When? When you were talking about... When the when you said, oh, we're not... We're, when you broke it off the first time. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I was a little bit so emotional about it. Since she's been yeah. back, it's been three times that you said, oh, I've broken up with you. I just can't do it anymore. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah until we clarify. Until we clarify. So yeah, until like, we clarify. you can understand my frustration. Yeah. Right? As a friend who's like, damn, this is happening again? You know? So, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Week. It's like, if you were with somebody else, like, again, when you were Jess, it was, I, I, yeah, it was fine. But it would be nice if you would be like, I understand why you want to give it a chance. And if she really likes you and she's struggling with her decision. So, she loves two men. I, me and this, and this other guy who she's not sure about. I love her, and I also love Jessica from Ecuador. I'm not talking to her right now, but I love her just the same. And I've told Gabby this. I'm like, I'm in love with two women. You're in love with two men. That's reality. That can happen. And so you're in a position where you're trying to figure out who should I be with. And it's messy. It's not that it's not messy. You know, um, I'm not going to think. I'm just going to say a terrible analogy, but it's not going to make any sense. But like, I'm okay taking those risks because I know that those types of matches are like, Two people I found in the last 15 years are people that I feel like, you know, I could spend my life with if the circumstances are right. So, like, I'm willing to go through that a little bit if if eventually it works out. And sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay. I'm willing to take that risk. And if that means I don't talk to you about it anymore, that's fine. I'll go to somebody else. You know what I mean? That kind of thing, too. Do you right. think that it's yeah. because for for the first time, I'll just say, I'm. this is my perception and my perception only, so tell me if I'm oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um. It seems in the last, I'd say, two years, maybe three, yeah. you have found people that you actually had a emotional, I'll just say love, yeah. connection 100%. with the risk. And, and, and in the past, I've seen you with other people you've dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been in relationships, uh-huh. you've had girlfriends, you've had girls you've hung out with. Yeah. But I personally feel like nothing against them no. just there it wasn't there no. you weren't right. in love there wasn't that like no they all went on a date other people i couldn't care to less yeah right didn't and bother me these yeah. last two i'm gonna say yeah, two that i, I know yeah, of. they're people i love they're people i truly had a romantic love for yeah and i think that might be the difference and, when, right. and once you taste that for the first time right. you're kind of like crap i don't want to let that go right um or it just messes you up i mean crap like when it first happens and then the person does go away you're like ah, oh, that's terrible like yeah. a piece of me has been ripped out i'm gone but then then you happen to luck out and you're like oh crap lightning just struck twice i found right. another person i feel this way about right and I don't know. It's hard. If you had met somebody that you didn't have that connection with, you no, probably no, would have just it wouldn't matter. No, it moved wouldn't matter on. Yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, we, we it's funny we got into this because we weren't even intending to talk about it. Greg, that was really thank you for yeah. Your, your yeah, I guess there's like a lot. There's a lot to unpack there because like sure, she had also said like she needed time. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, this isn't. I don't really know. I mean, I don't know how healthy it is to be in this situation with someone that you love and like, and to be not to like, exclusive, to not, not to exclusive. be exclusive, yeah. to see this happen, to know you have this connection mm-hmm. and to have been there when this happened the first time and saw how much it hurt you. The reason why I get so passionate about it is because I don't want that to happen again. So right. hold on. Mm-hmm. So what, when I get worked up about it, yeah. it's because love can make you blind. Like I said it, before mm-hmm. i was in a situation last year where mm-hmm. but like my buddy called me up he's like yeah let's that podcast about that girl you were talking yeah. about and he was like you know it's that's that's a big risk and i was like yeah i took the risk yeah but like it also didn't mess me up as much i mean so that's so that, that's the thing i think like you did a, like you worked so hard to get over that and like to move on from just that. live my life it's just time right and like you know it, it feels like it's starting. There's some patterns that are coming up, but I could be wrong. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, or there's it's, a it's glimmer of hope. 
it's I, it's it's not even that there's hope. I mean, I I I anything could happen at this point, and that's fine. She could be instead of her, instead of this ex, could be a new girl that I form this bond with, and we get together and we start building it, and a year and it goes by, and then it doesn't work out, and then we break up, and then we try again, and we get heartbroken. I mean, that's life, and I'm willing to take those risks, right? Because this is a person who I accepted first, and then I let go, and then. Uh, had another chance and so it's just like i'm gonna just try it if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out and if i cry about it and i get upset about it that's life i'm not ending my life because of it in fact in the last two years i've done more traveling i've done more music we've done the podcast like in some ways it motivates you to do even more right so um you know i just need to find new friends to talk to about it like you know my mom (laughs) you're pretty good you you listen to me yeah Yeah, you're pretty good and you know i here's the thing i I think the biggest thing is like in the last since she's been back, was uh-huh. it like maybe a month? I think it's a month, yeah. Right. There's been three times you said, I need to just stop. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Three yeah. separate times. Part of it was her not and clarifying. So it's yeah. like it's like watching a sitcom yeah. where you see the guy and the girl get back together and they're breaking. You're like, oh my gosh, are they, oh, is it this time of the year again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, well. it's messy. It, so it kind of loses its like efficiency. That's why I was like, you know what? Like, that's cool, I guess. But like, what's going to happen next week? <laughs> Yeah, and you I mean, know, it's like, and it's like, yeah, but it's like is, any relationship, though, right? You have those ups and downs, and you're you're at sometimes you're trying to figure out what are we, how are we starting out, what's the deal? You're back after two years, you're just figuring it out, you know. And sometimes it takes a little bit of right you know, frustration. And, 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 and you said she has some healing to do, yeah. Right? And I and you know, She's going to therapy, yeah. yeah. And you know, sometimes I think sometimes space is is a good form of healing and, too. And what's so funny about all this is she said the same thing. We could start dating again, and then I'd be like. Yeah, you're not the one again. And do the same thing, and I might let her go, right? So, I mean, the risk, I've already rejected her once, then she dated someone else, and I couldn't be with her, and I wanted to be. The same thing could happen again, right? Like, but we have to, like, feel it out and try. Like, I just don't know that stuff until I try. And the other thing is, if I met somebody else in the meantime, you know, I'm single. I could go on other dates and explore something else if that happens, you know? But I'm happy to take a risk in the meantime, so. Yeah, see, I don't think you're giving yourself... I mean, I mean, it doesn't feel. It is like, a little bit of a distraction. I would right. Say that. I don't. I don't feel like you're giving yourself the opportunity to really like fully get invested in another person. Well, if I met another person, I would go on dates, and if it seemed like something was going to go on, yeah. I mean, I'm able to meet people the same way now that I would if I Gabby sure. was dead. You know. Jesus but, Christ! You made that really dumb. No, no, no. As a, <laughs> as as an example, right? <laughs> no. Yeah I, yeah. I get it. It's just you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows what we're talking about. (laughs) Do you want to talk about love languages? Yeah, yeah. We got some time. Yeah, we can talk about love languages a little bit. Uh, You know. uh, What do you think? What do you think? I like, you know, mine is, so do you want to name them real quick? Yeah, I'll name them real quick. Uh, Five love languages. I also want to hear everybody's thoughts on what we were just talking about, because I would love to get some feedback from the audience. What's the premise? What do we want them to give feedback? No, I want feedback on what we just talked about. Do we want to give them a question? Well, just like you know, what, it's a pretty, it's a pretty nuanced. What are we asking them to respond on? Like, oh, just like whether well, I should talk to my ex? No, like, or I think the question should be, yeah. Do you think it is? Oh, man, what's a good question? Um, what do you, well, based on what we were talking about, yeah. So do you? I, I guess do you think you have to go on like a personal journey where you're single for like? six months to two years in order to be ready to go back to dating i, I don't know I, that's I don't know where a, we're that's going. an interesting question i mean that's, that's a good one to pose yeah i i think yeah that's yeah. a good question 
Let's do that. Did to go on that like self development? Who am I? Pilgrimage. I what think the older you mean? get, too. Yeah, I think that's that's a good thing to do. do. Do you? Yeah. So do you take a set period of time after you've had a hard breakup to rediscover yourself and ignoring potential future loves in the meantime? If I take a year and after four months I meet some incredible person, oh nope nope, I've got eight more months before I can date. Do you do you wait the full amount that you set for yourself? Or do you take opportunities that come up in the meantime? I guess it depends on where you are mentally, right? Yeah, so, true. like, I met somebody point. seven years ago, and the same thing happened. I had been through three pretty bad relationships. I dated mm-hmm. this girl. I, I found this girl, and she was like, great. And I was like, well, I can't not take this risk. And then, like, right. six months later, I was like, I, yeah, I'm just not there. Right. She was that's great. Right. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, it's just crazy because like there is the chance that this person that you love will mm-hmm. never be ready or like they won't be ready right. in the right amount of time that you want them to be ready. Uh-huh. And so I think a good way to do that is to kind of like disassociate yourself just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Instead of hanging out with them every weekend or two times a week, three times a week. Yeah, maybe once a month. Yeah, that's yeah. good advice. Yeah, maybe once a month. That's what I'm saying. I think to be this person that's there all the time. Yeah can be a little unhealthy for both parties yeah because yeah, yeah. you get too attached yeah yeah 100%. and then you just get attached and then at one point they're like oh i can't do this anymore you can't do this anymore <laughs> she can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. like yeah but it's fine i know she thinks i hate her i don't hate her i i care about her just as much it's yeah. just like there's like you know i just want everybody to be happy and like fulfilled yeah. and like they they we don't need unnecessary stress on others we already have enough freaking stress around us as it is so like if i can eliminate some stress with a situation like this by you know having these conversations or taking space taking precautions that's what i think needs to be done who wants to take precautions i want to go skydiving that's fine too. break my heart yeah that's what you do when you <laughs> go skydiving girls. What? you take precautions you wear a parachute you have a skydiving instructor you just don't go to a plane you're like all right peace and jump out of the plane you have a person with there you telling you what's going on and what's going to happen this is when you pull the string i'll be here if you don't pull the string to pull the string at the right time ruben i took the precautions i bought extra tissues so when if i cry i'm good to go that's not the precaution i'm talking about you, know <laughs> you, need, you need emotional prophylactics you freaking know yeah. look oh at the God. position i'm in right now would i lie to you in this position yeah you are in the prone position yeah dude almost all if a murderer style. came to the door right now i would be the one to die first <laughs> yeah yeah uh, hold on. Hold on. I gotta get up. Get up. Oh, God. Don't kill me yet. <laughs> It'd be the worst. Uh, yeah, let's hit the love languages, man, real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. Name them. Uh, how long has it been? Oh, my God. Oh, it's been 30 minutes. Well, come on. Name them. All right. Name five em. love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. Ruben, what are your main two love languages to uh, receive from your partner? I like to receive acts of service, and I am also a, um, I want to say gifts, but gifts make it seem like I just like things. I like sentimental things. And the thing is, you're really good at giving gifts and sentimental Right. Gifts. So, like, those are my two for both. So, yeah. like, for example, if a girl I'm seeing is having a bad day... And she said, oh, my favorite soup is, you know, Campbell's Chunky, whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'll go get her that and like, you know, whatever. And I'll make a little care pack. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but yeah. like drop it off on her step, something like that. That's awesome. Uh, why do you think acts of service, though, for, is something important for you to receive? Um, something about it that? just shows that they're thinking about me. You know what yeah. I mean? And like 
they see something or they notice something and it's like they did it. Do you like when someone helps to like make your life easier or yeah. contributes to maintaining the household or it's like I dated a girl like one day she came in my house and did my laundry and I thought that was the the sweetest that thing ever. Nice thing. And so then I cooked her dinner that night. Yeah. You know? That is nice. Yeah. Have you ever done the mixtape thing? No. I think the mix I that is was that, a little past me. I didn't date until I was like nineteen. So like I didn't do the whole like burning CDs things for a girl at least. I burned it for myself. That's a cute gift to give somebody, yeah. Well, back like twenty years ago. Couldn't young people do it through Spotify? Like, hey, I made this playlist for you. Yeah, actually so. that, that is kinda cool. Yeah. That's actually okay, kind yeah. of a cool idea. It's the order of the songs. It's interesting. It's it's not I mean you can't make transitions and things, but you yeah, you don't you have know to. you actually can if you you can set up Spotify to like fade into another song now. Cool. It's kinda crazy. As part of the playlist. Like yeah. you can say stop at three minutes yeah, and forty nine oh, no, seconds. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh. Actually, Greg, I am curious about you. What what uh love languages do you like to receive from from Kim, your wife? Um, well, we definitely do, do things for each other. She, she's done things for me all the time. Like if I'm working, if I'm doing a DJ gig or something like I did a wedding, she'll do simple things. She'll make like a, an egg sandwich in the morning. Cause she knows I've got to like get all this, go through things and get stuff ready. Or she'll get me a water bottle as I'm walking out the door. Cause she knows I don't have time to stop on the way. I'm usually like trying to get there, get on time. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the, the doing nice things for each other, you know, like, I'll try to go out of my way to do things for her. Like if she's going to fly somewhere, I say, look, don't drive up there and park in long term. I'll drive there. Well, it's during the day. I was like, I'll take off. I'll leave work for a little bit. I'll drive you to the airport. I'll pick you up. It's better. You don't have to walk to your car in the dark 10 o'clock at night. You know? So I mean, I think it's kind of just the courtesies. Like you said, if you know somebody likes something and it brightens their day, you do it. Or if they come to your house and take care of something for you. So what are your love languages? Uh, is it access oh, service? Two, yeah. Words of affirmation, quality time. Oh, definitely quality time. Quality time. Quality I was time. Say, you're definitely a quality time yeah. guy. Yeah. You give off such quality time vibes. Like watching the <laughs> same shows, going to dinner. Oh, yeah. We do that all the time. Um, yeah. It is, it's, it's That's a good point, too. I, see, I feel, like, I feel like we're all like a little bit of all of these. Sure. I think most people probably are, right? Because quality some people, time's yeah. a big one for me, too. Yeah. Um, You'd think that would be a given in any relationship. Right. Like you should be spending time together, but like it's rare, I guess, for some couples. Well, spending I don't know. time together is different than quality time. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, drop knowledge on your way. <laughs> because like, what if you're both in the same? What if Greg, you and Kim are hanging out in the living room? She's reading a book. You're watching The Office. Is that really quality time, or does it have to be interacting? That's a know. hard one. Like, um, Any of you guys. Depends yeah. on if you ask her or not. Um, yeah, true. Because I can be fooling with computers or something like that, or I'm like looking at my phone, reading something. And if I'm not watching the show that we're supposed to be watching together, I'll get, I will get told. Well, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're both content doing a separate activity in the same room, sometimes that's fun. Like I've done that oh, with friends and stuff. I think that's fine. I that's... don't know if that's quality time. So it's yours, Adam. Um, Physical touch, um, yeah, quality time, obviously. Words of words of affirmation. Let it be known that I switch positions. So. You have switched positions. <laughs> so, would you say quality time? Yeah, I, well, quality time, obviously. I just feel like that's such a given. But words right. of affirmation and physical touch, like I, I love little encouraging words throughout the day. And maybe it's because I work from home and I have a lot of downtime on my phone. But just being like, hey, I'm kind of thinking about you, or here's a funny meme, here's a funny gif. It's just like it just makes a kind of a drag day of meetings and whatever just like a little bit better you know and the physical touch like just like i'm not even talking about sex or whatever i'm just talking about like just the touch just like hey i'm t- i'm next to you and like oh touch your leg or touch your or a little little shoulder rub like that man it's like 
oh, you're really thinking about what I need, you know? Especially after COVID. What do you mean? Just, oh, we were yeah. by ourselves for so long. Like, oh, just... yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't really affect my physical touch, but yeah. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> no, uh, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's... I am not a fan of PDA. Physical touch oh, is yes. nice. Good, good segue. But yes. I am not a fan of like public... Like when I say public displays of yeah, affection, how much? Right. I mean like... Like I, I, mean, I dated this girl last year, and like she would just grab my face and kiss me at like the table, and I would be like, at a restaurant, yeah, I'd be like, can you not? Yeah. And like, you know, obviously, we talked to Cortland about it because that was oh, like, a little yeah, bit. Oh yeah, they're wild, man. It was excessive. Yeah, that, that was last. Sorry, year. Cortland. Yeah, um, it's yeah, cute. Sorry, I don't care. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He like slightly embarrassed me the one day with it. It's yeah, I mean, people. Uh, but, like, hand, hand holding's okay. Hand holding's fine. Arm around, handle the thigh, like that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Hand holding, cool. But like making out in public, gross. Yeah, <laughs> that's, really. That's uh, that's not for. And I am not an exhibitionist. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't no. like to do things for other people like that. Right, like right. so, like I don't know. It's just weird to me. And anytime I think we can make somebody else uncomfortable, it's like right. I really have to do this right now. You know what I mean? But I don't. A know. little peck, fine. Peck is good. Fine. And holding. But making out, like full making out. Well, if you're in the the guy, theater, the guy last yeah. year legitimately told Cortland, "Keep your hands where I can see him." Like, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Treat him like a, like a teenager. <laughs> that is funny. That's oh, burn on Cortland. He's quoting <laughs> Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Keep your hands where my eyes can see. Yeah. Oh my! That God. is pretty funny though. What about the movie theater though? What do you mean? Have you ever like made out with a girl in a movie theater or? Yeah, I mean. It's dark. Know, it's, it's not super public though, because there's not a lot. It's true. You it, have a little it, more privacy. It depends. If I'm going like opening day of like Doctor Strange or something, and it's packed. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and like make out. But, like <laughs> the one time I saw like Jurassic Park, and when it was like re-released in theaters with a girl I was seeing, and like we were like one of three people in the theater. We had like a whole row to ourselves. So yeah, obviously she like, yeah, got on the... top, and we were like making out. Like. <laughs> My, I was also 22, and I thought that's what you were supposed to do. <laughs> my, my girlfriend in my mid 20s, we went to a, we went to a movie, and it was pretty pretty full. And we started just kind of like it wasn't bad, but it was like you know we're just like touching his legs, thigh, you know, kissing a little bit. And it was like we're getting hot and heavy. We like got up and left in the middle of the movie, and it was packed. Like clear, it was. I think it was pretty clear like why we got up and left. The movie was fine. It wasn't a bad movie. And it was a little embarrassing. We were like, we need to go. Ah, dude. But Everyone can always tell that stuff, dude. Like, it's, it's better to leave than to Listen, I come from the restaurant industry, dude. Like, What are people doing tell. in the kitchen? Oh, are they using cooking, the kitchen, cooking grease like, and cooking you know, oil? You know? Go out to the car and get a little something, something real quick. You know? Like, it's crazy. Right. It's wild. Were you guys in Newark? Well, you would have been at the university. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> Behind the Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, they Heck got the yeah, couple dude. that got arrested for fornicating <laughs> in the Day. public parking lot. Behind a dumpster. In broad daylight, I think. Yes. Yes. Broad daylight. Once, it was crazy. Once you realize that people can get arrested for that stuff, it's like the wanting to fool around in even like the woods or public places or public parks is like, nah, man, I don't want to get arrested for trying to be intimate. I did hear stories of that from people who may or may not have been officers at universities. And like what I heard is they just... They just go and check and say, everybody's here because they want to be here. Yep. Okay. And then they leave. Yeah. <laughs> especially if there's nobody around and you're not like, there's not like yeah, kids walking around yeah. or whatever. Like that's a problem. Yeah. yeah those university people, those university kids are like ruthless, dude. I have a funny story about, uh, I used to work at a restaurant and we did mixers, right? We did like sorority and fraternity mixers. Oh, oh boy. It was a way to make, make money in the, in the, uh, in the winter seasons. Cause we were so slow. Yeah. And we would hire, uh, we would hire, 
What were we hired? We were hired like security guards. Yeah. And I asked the one guy, like, yo, man, like, what's the craziest story? He said, man, one day I was going to the store and I see this guy. He has he has his head up. You know what I mean? He's going to walk over and I have my flashlight and I look at him and I look down. And there's this girl just going to town on him down oh, there. Oh, gee. And he's like, the flash the light on her. She just looked right back. She looked up at me like two seconds and then went right back at it. <laughs> oh, gee. He was like, oh, he, he said, I was like, you know what? You got that, bro. Oh, man. Oh, my God. There's a you, bunch homie. of people around. Like, people oh, were yeah. like, oh, was, oh, gosh. I guess there's oh, that yeah. point. Like, what can you do? Yeah. I don't know. That's wild, man. Um, Yeah, so today the theme is be alone forever. Be alone, be alone forever. <laughs> and alone enjoy forever. it. <laughs> well, that, yeah, yeah. That, no, that being kidding. said, though, it is, I will say, when you, when you are really... Single, single me. You have a long, long period of time without dating anyone. It does, it does give you a focus to find other things. Go do a yoga class, a meditation class. Go on a trip or travel or whatever. Some of those circumstances force you into learning and doing other things, and I, I appreciate that. I like doing that. I want to group travel with your mom. I really want to do that, Ruben. Uh, go to sure, Greece. go ahead. She's yeah. in India right now, so you can go <laughs> take that flight over there, dude. Go right on over to New Delhi, baby. Woo! That's so racist. 12 hours. No, New Delhi's in India. It's not yeah, racist. That's, that's not where my mom is. Well, I don't know. Where is your mom? Don't worry about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to book that flight right now. What city is she in? Nah, your mom is great. She's awesome. Uh, mental health check. Craig, you want to go first? Sure. Zero to ten. Um, I'm, I'm doing all right this week. I'd say an eight. Hey, awesome. Okay. Ooh. Work must not be too stressful. All right, Adam? just dealing with it. <laughs> uh, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. I think I'm around there, too. Yeah, good. It's a good week. It's a good week for the guys. So Ruben's had some success with the ladies. Let's just say that. <laughs> not really. I mean, it's just... It's nice to meet new people, here's the man. Thing. With dating apps, it's... here's the thing. Here's my last point, and then I will move... On. Then we will wrap, wrap it, up. it up. I I give... Probably ninety percent of women that match with me a chance, and by ninety percent I mean one of the two girls that match with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but like, like, listen, if you think I'm cool and I think you're cool and I think you're attractive, like, yeah, sure, we'll go on one date, hundred percent, do two dates, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I got. Well, I have my one one story. I finally matched with a girl on Hinge. I thought she was really cute. We talked on the first day, set up a date on the first day. And then the second day, she was like, I kept initiating conversation, and she was like, eh, I don't think this is going to work. And I said, oh, why? Is it because I have an Android cell phone? I was assuming she had an iPhone. <laughs> she was like, no. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go on a date with a girl I actually find attractive. This is great. And that's that's my luck. So, Ruben, you should sob for me. No, I'm okay. Okay, we're good. You guys can find us on social media. Instagram is our most prominent social media location, Guys Who Cry official. You can also find us on YouTube at guyswhocry.com slash YouTube. Yep, and you can find us on TikTok, which we haven't really been doing that for a we while. We got to do it. Uh, guys Who Cry official 2396. Yes, and Guys Who Cry podcast on Facebook. Definitely follow us, check us out, and give us your thoughts on this week's podcast. Ru- Ruben, Greg, any other thoughts? No, I just know I'm right. No. <laughs> Heyo! Yeah, tell us what you think. Thanks for tuning in this week. Check us out next week and be entertained. <laughs> <laughs>